Hi, I'm Clark Dunn, your host of the Beyond Rockets podcast. Huntsville, Alabama is primarily known for being the Rocket City because of its close association with the U.S. space mission. But Huntsville is so much more than that. Huntsville is home to many high-tech companies, entrepreneurs involved in interesting startups, talented creatives, and much, much more. My goal is to introduce you to some of these individuals that are taking Huntsville beyond the rocket. This episode is sponsored by Fowl Design. Fowl Design is a local clothing brand focused on bringing hometown freshness to shirtless souls. They offer creative t-shirts, hats, koozies, and so much more. I love Fowl Designs because of its ability to make something so familiar so fun and exciting. From I like big spring ducks and I cannot lie to egg beater Jesus, you are bound to find something for you. Check out their website today at fowldesign.com. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Rockets. In this episode, I sit down and talk with The Sweet Thine Bakery, a local bakery started at farmer's markets, but quickly growing to much more. Thank you so much for sitting down and talking with me. Can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Of course. I'm Katie Perkins. I'm the owner and baker of The Sweet Thine Bakery. Um, I started out right out of high school, pretty much. Um, my freshman year of college, I came back into Huntsville. Um, I'm down at Sanford in Birmingham. But during the summer and then during holidays and then quickly it became pretty much all of my time. Um, I'm back in Huntsville now, um, just baking away and doing all sorts of stuff. So can you tell me a little bit about uh, what it was like, uh, like as you were in high school, did you always enjoy baking? Is that something that was like a pastime of yours or did you kind of fall into that shortly after you finishing high school? Oh no, it's been, it's been pretty much forever. I grew up in the kitchen. Um, actually my favorite story to tell is I grew up and on Christmas day at night, but right before dinner, my grandfather and I, we had this fabulous, just like, oh my gosh, it was like out of a fairy tale, this blue enamel pot with golden handles. <laughs> and we would make my great grandfather's fudge recipe and none of the other kids wanted to do it because it took so much stirring and you got <laughs> burned with sugar and it was just, it was awful according to them. To me, it was awesome. And it was this just fantastic realization of what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. So when you were in high school and you're finishing up and you're getting ready to go to college, was going to be a chef and going to school for that what you wanted to go to do? And is that what you started doing? Or were you interested in other things as well and you kind of were just doing this on the side? I was interested in a lot of things and I still want to do everything. Like every time I <laughs> see something that's like a really cool like architectural design or like something that's really cool in writing or in political science, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want to have like 20 degrees. But <laughs> that's not really what I um, can do and what I want to do with my full time. Um, I grew up and I wanted to be in political science. I wanted to go to law school. Um, I came from two very white collar parents. My mom's a dentist. My dad is an accountant. And I mean, it was expected that I would get my master's or my doctorate. And I didn't. I wrote a 27 page thesis paper on the Syrian refugee crisis my senior year of high school, um, thanks to the academy. And <laughs> I realized that I couldn't solve the world's problems that way. Um, but I could serve my community a lot better by baking. And it's something I loved doing. And it's something that other people love me doing. So so you kind of get into college and you've started this like at the end of high school and you're kind of doing this on the side. When did like the first kind of big shot kind of come or like the first event you went to or the first time you sold it to someone? Like how quickly was that after you started it or did it just take a little bit of a while to get kind of going? It took a while because I've never fully devoted my time to the bakery like I wanted to. I've always had a job. I've always been doing 18 credit hours. I mean, my freshman year of college, I worked at Chick-fil-A. I came home to do markets, and I was taking 18 credit hours as a fellow at Sanford and learning Arabic. <laughs> um, so it's it took a long time, and I it's mainly my fault because I kind of shot myself in the foot with that. But I was trying to go to college and trying to do all of these things, and I just couldn't devote all of my time to it. Um, and then I've been doing internships during the summer. And so I've only been doing a few markets. Um, but I've started booking a ton of weddings. I've started doing all of these commissions on the side that aren't 
necessarily like you have to show up and hope that you can sell out like yeah. at a farmer's market. Um, I guess the main thing when I really was like, okay, I can do this. Like I belong here. Um, the scout guide did dine like a local last year and it was a contest and a bunch of people nominated everyone based on category. And so I got nominated as a bakery and I huh. kind of looked at it and I was like, um, I don't like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, like this, this is no, just no. started. Like, yeah. come on. I was like, what are you doing? And then I opened my Instagram cause it wasn't supposed to be announced for like another day or two. And I was scrolling through and I saw my name and I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm going to be in the scout guide. Cause I tied with, I tied with moon bake shop. Oh wow. And I was like, Holy crap. Like, like on I that guess. same level of like a place that actually has like a storefront and yeah. like has a, like, I mean, their following in itself is, is a pretty big following in their short time. And to guess kind of be already at that last year was just kind of like, okay, this is real. Yeah. Did, so you, you, you talked about how school was always kind of like a thing that you were like, I got to go to college, even though if your passion, I mean, you've had a lot of different, you said you had a lot of different passions. I mean, you weren't just interested in one thing. You weren't just interested in baking, but when this happens, did you, did the realization come that like, maybe you shouldn't go to college or maybe you shouldn't continue to doing, you should just devote this full time or did that not happen at that moment? It didn't happen like freshman year because like I said, I was a fellow, so I wasn't really doing a lot of boring classes because fellows at Sanford is like you read Aristotle and you debate and you do all this stuff, which is like classically what I love doing. And mm -hmm. I'm such a nerd about that, but it's not something that I wanted to stay and get a degree in. Like it yeah. was for fun. And that's really like a waste of tuition money to go <laughs> and have, go and have fun. But I mean, I learned a lot, but it's not, it wasn't something that I wanted to carry on for the rest of my life. Like I never want to be a professor or anything. And yeah. that's what that was for. Um, and so recently it's been, it's been much more of a struggle. Um, and knowing that I have to have a degree mainly to respect my parents. Cause that is something that they want me to have. And it's this insurance policy. And I get that. Yeah. Like it's this doesn't work out. Yeah. yeah. It's frustrating. So take me back to like that moment. So you get not nominated by the scout guide as one of the top bakeries in, in the area in, in Huntsville. You're kind of seeing that growth. The article comes out, like I'm assuming that, that you started getting even more orders then. I mean, like you go to events and there'd be people lined up ready to get your stuff. Like how has the last year with COVID and with the markets and shortly after your success, you I mean COVID happens. How does that kind of, how has that changed your mindset and changed the trajectory of the bakery at the moment? It's changed it a good bit. It was kind of a rocky road cause I was thinking about it. And then like we had to come home from college in March. I was actually in Budapest on a mission and we got cut short cause we didn't know if they were going to close the borders. And so yeah. we ran straight home and I was like, well, this is kind of a blessing cause I get to work on the bakery more. And then it was like, you go to Costco or you go to Walmart and stuff is sold out. And I'm like, Whoa, oh no. <laughs> like, and I mean, it should have occurred to me immediately, but then like the more supply chain issues we had, I was like, Oh my gosh. And it was really humbling because it's like for right now, this is a passion project of mine. And I mean, I'm still in college. My parents still take care of me. I still work aside from that. And so it wasn't like I have to put food on the table for my yeah. family or anything like that. And watching a lot of my colleagues struggle. And like, I know a ton of people in the restaurant market and they just, it's so stressful for them. And I mean, it's stressful for me because I want it to succeed, but it's not yeah. like a, I have to pay rent. Like that's. Yeah. It's, it's a whole different, like, it's funny to see like how passion projects can become like almost more invested in just a project and a passion and then something like COVID to happen. And then you kind of ultimately are having to redirect, redirect a lot of things. Cause I mean, events aren't happening. And that was a big, big part of what your kind of market and, and, and where your income was coming with the bakery was going to these events like Green Street Market or Latham's uh, or Madison or wherever it might be. How has the marketing and like the 
just how you've had to like brand the bakery changed in the last in the last year with not going to events really that much I got to shift a lot more towards cakes and like birthday stuff and painted shortbread, which I <laughs> love to do. Oh my gosh. Cause I grew up and I was such an art nerd and I love doing that kind of stuff. And I love cookies. Don't get me wrong, but I had to make cookies and scones and muffins and stuff like that to sell at the market. Mm -hmm. Cause those things like cakes and painted cookies, they'll melt because yeah. it's Alabama. Like yeah, they're not going to survive for sure. Um, and so getting to do that as a more artistic outlet, instead of just like, I want to grow my business. I want to grow my yeah. business. And so it's almost like I shifted towards what I wanted to do and the business came behind it because I got more into Instagram and I really established my website and I started reaching out to other stores and doing pop-ups and especially with a scout guide again, like people would come up to me or they would email me and they're like, Hey, I read about you. And I scrolled through your Instagram and like, Holy cow, it's so beautiful. <laughs> like, can you do my birthday or my child's birthday? Like in July, I think I had like four two-year-old birthdays in a row like it was everyone was That's turning crazy. two but it was just it was really neat to see how that shift actually worked really well in my favor because it's more I mean it's more beautiful artwork that I get to create and that translates better into who I want to be yeah so and I I know like with I've talked with a lot of different like people during COVID and like the different restaurants and just small businesses in general and their impact that COVID has had on them and a lot of like even though it's been such a difficult time, a lot of things, a lot of times I've talked to people that like when they just started something, it's really allowed them to take time to like make sure everything was honed in and correct. Did that kind of have the same perspective for you? Even though like you were kind of for like probably the first couple of months, like, okay, no, no, nothing's happening. I mean, back in March when it first kind of almost a year ago now, mm -hmm. when it first kind of got announced and we were kind of shutting down, I mean, it was bad, but like compared to now, it's just like a whole different perspective. But did that give you that, that time to kind of like reassess it? Cause like the growth that the scout guide did the year before, I mean, you were kind of growing pretty quickly and you, then you had to kind of like sit back and say, okay, I haven't had time to look at this or look at that. Let me make sure this looks good. And this looks good. Yeah, absolutely. And just like, I'm such a long-term person thing. And so <laughs> having to be like, okay, how, what are the logical steps to get to that place and actually being able to slow down? Cause I'm not very good at that. Um, <laughs> in my work, in my studies, in my life in general, like I just don't slow down until the Lord is just like, Hey, stop. Yeah. Um, and so COVID was kind of that blessing in disguise of like sitting down and getting all my ducks in a row and not overlooking anything and taking time to just practice my art. Cause I yeah. didn't really get to do that the year before. Cause I was going to markets and I was doing all of these things while I was running back and forth from Birmingham to Huntsville. Yeah. And I was exhausted and I was just getting stuff ready just in time. And so being able to really sit down and enjoy what I was doing again, it's amazing how quickly, like in a year, that enjoyment almost faded because I was just so busy. And now trying to learn that balance again and really enjoying what I do as well as creating something beautiful. So over the last, so the COVID's kind of gone on, you've had to like reassess what the bakery is and like being more creative and showing that like the artistic side of things in your actual um, art and in your bakery and all that good stuff. How have you had to go transition back and forth with school or have you been all online and been able to really devote more time to it? I have been mostly online except for two classes, which was enough for me to have to take an apartment rent out, <laughs> which was so, oh my gosh, it was just infuriating. Um, and I was happy to do it because I mean, I was TAing for the fellows and that was in person, which was good. And I was doing some accounting in person, which was not so good. Um, <laughs> But just the fact that like, oh my gosh, I want to be here so badly and these two classes are in my way was so discouraging for me. And I was just exhausted. I think I drove over 10,000 miles 
in the fall semester, just back and forth, the same stretch of road. Yeah, over, over and over, and over again. again. It is ridiculous. So you're over the last, so a, moving into the first of the year and it's kind of, things are kind of beginning to start back a little bit. There's also been some shutdowns as well. How has, what is your outlook for the bakery go, moving forward? And how, like, what are you hoping to accomplish and kind of be in different realms and do more of this or do more of that, or just even get back into markets? Like what is the goal for the bakery moving forward? Yeah. Um, this year I definitely want to be more in markets. I'm actually not doing an internship or anything else. I'm devoting all of my summer work to that. And so that means like five markets a week, which is super awesome. Yeah. Um, and that is completely dependent on if they're open. Um, but I mean, I had great success even going to one market every other week with COVID last, last summer. And it was really reassuring. Um, but doing more of that, I'm actually working on retrofitting a trailer right now to do a food truck and have that be more mobile. Um, and then I'm booking, I think I have six, six or seven weddings in the works for this year. Um, Ooh. yeah. And it is so a busy year already. It is a busy <laughs> year. Yeah. Cause I was, I was talking to my friend and I was like, look, I want to do like one wedding a w month. Like it's just, it's so much work. Like I don't want to do it all the time. And then I was like, um, I called her. I was like, Hey, I have a uh, four weddings in May. <laughs> and she just yelled at me. She was like, what do you mean? Um, but just kind of taking that and running with it and just sitting there with open palms and like whatever falls in, I'm just going to do. Yeah. And, and just I've see, never where, really it, done see where it takes you. Yeah. So kind of, I mean, it seems like your like, like educational side of things and your business side. I mean, it seems like you were, have you, do you ever see yourself as an entrepreneur? Like, is that something that always like, is that something that excited you growing up? And is that something that, like when you started this, you started it to be your own boss or is that something that you've just kind of. Like you started the bakery and then being your own boss is just kind of like, oh, I also am that. <laughs> no, um, I'm bossy by nature and I'm also very independent. Uh, that was never really a problem for me. I mean, I grew up watching my mom run her own business um, with a full female team before that was cool, yeah. <laughs> like way back before that was even a thing. But watching just my mom be so strong and be her own boss and the freedom that gave her to be with her kids and the freedom that gave her to treat her staff much better um, and just give them that space so they come to work happier. Um, so the mix between watching her and then my personality type, I always grew up like I just wanted to do everything and I didn't want to wait on someone else pretty much. Mm -hmm. it's, it, that might sound bad, but like I didn't want to wait for someone else to do it and then me be able to help them. Yeah. I wanted to open the bakery. I want to open several restaurants. Um, I want to do just pretty much everything that I can get my hands on. <laughs> and just do it yourself. Exactly. Because that's, that's just who I am apparently. <laughs> so being your own boss often means you have to, there's unexpected things you have to do and like you're, you're every employee. I mean, obviously for you, for your sake, it's you're, you're baking it, you're selling it, you're marketing it, you're doing all this. What's one of the biggest skills that you wish you have known when you first started this that would have helped you moving forward and where you are now? Mm, probably computer design, honestly, and just keeping up with everything like I luckily I've had a friend who helped me redesign my website and he knows some coding, but like that was never on my list because I hit mm -mm. you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Like, no, I want to be everyone's boss, like my boss, my own boss, but you can do that for me. Exactly. <laughs> and like having him come along and help me with that, I was, it was such a blessing because there's no, that's the thing about being your own boss. There's no safety net. Like if yeah. you don't know how to do something, you've got to figure it out because there's no way to delegate that. Um, cause I, it's just me. I have a few hands that help me with, um, my big Duncan farms order that we did over the holidays. That was 3,400 cookies in two weeks. 
Wow. Um, just for them. And Plus, you're doing all this out of your house. Yeah. And so doing that, um, I had my mom help me and my sweet boyfriend help me. But other than that, it's literally all me and it's all the time. And it's, <laughs> I'm up at 2am painting shortbread and then I have to clean the kitchen as soon as I wake up. And it's just, it's exhausting. Um, but it's good. And I know that whatever comes of it is pretty much in spite of me sometimes. <laughs> um, but it's good. So I know recently, like on your Instagram, you started doing the little painted shortbread. And you did a lot of collections for local places in town, like uh, uh, the square collection, or you did like di different downtown sections of the shopping to restaurants to breweries to everything in between. How has that and the bakery kind of showed showed you a way to like sh showcase the community and what's going on? Like, is that a part of why you started the bakery to begin with? Absolutely. Um, growing up, I'll be honest, I wanted to get as far away from Huntsville as I could because it wasn't cool back then. It was a bunch of NASA engineers. And I mean, everyone I went to church with, their dad worked on the Arsenal or at NASA or they worked on like bombs or something. And it was just crazy. And I didn't want to be here. <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to be anywhere. Like, I don't want to do any of that. Yeah. I was like, this. there's no room for me. And yeah. like my big personality and all sorts of the, the ambitions that I had didn't really fit that STEM-based mold. Um, and so it took me a while. It took until really like senior year of high school and going off and coming back and seeing all the construction happening and like we're getting a few taller buildings yeah. <laughs> and all of these co-ops are happening. I mean, even with Beezer like down on the yeah. square, like there's all of these things and like with low mill growing and just kind of getting to experience falling in love with my city all over again and like, okay, I don't have to run away to DC. I don't have to run away to like Dallas or somewhere. Yeah. I can stay here and I love it because I was always so torn because I love my family. We grew up very close and I was so blessed to have both sets of my grandparents, my cousins, all of us live in like a 45 degree or <laughs> 45 minute radius. And so I didn't really want to abandon that, yeah. but I didn't know how to reconcile that with all the ambitions yeah, I grew you, up with. You didn't see where you fit in into the Huntsville mold. It was exactly. kind of like, like, and like, I think, like, I think I am that perspective too. Cause I mean, I mean, for those who don't know, we went to high school together. Yeah. Uh, so I've like, we've known each other uh, during high school and then uh, until now, but like, I think it's kind of a weird thing because it's both what, what I do and what you do are very different than what Huntsville had five years ago. Exactly. And we're both pretty young doing this. It's not like we're some well-established this or well-established that we're just kind of doing it out of passion. And that's yeah, kind of we're like, babies. <laughs> and that's kind of like how both that's where like, even where I am, I am now is it's still a passion. Like, yes, it's, it's a job and like, I enjoy it, but I don't think of it as a job ever. Exactly. It is something that I enjoy doing and I would do it every hour of the day if I can. Yeah. And I hope to, um, but it's such a weird thing. Like, have you seen with the popularity of the bakery growing over the last year and a half now, maybe going on two, have you seen, have you like been recognized when you go out places? Do, do people stop you and like ask you, is that like, is, are you from the Sweet Thine Bakery? Yeah, absolutely. It's really cool to see. Um, cause I get that, I get that honestly a lot. Like I'll be checking out at Publix or something and I'll be making something for my family. So I'll have a lot of bakery ingredients. And they're just thinking you're baking it for something that you're yeah, selling. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> bold of you to think that I would buy my ingredients at Publix. That's way too bougie. Yeah. Um, that's way too expensive. But I was telling them, I was like, yeah, I actually do that. And they're like, wait, are you? And I'm always like why do you know who I am? Yeah, like, it's, it's like, still kind of weird. I don't, I, I was never really built for the spotlight. Yeah. Um, I have a really big personality, which doesn't necessarily reconcile with not wanting to be <laughs> in the spotlight, but it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword, but I'll see people out and, or especially like people who went to a birthday party where I made a cake and that's the only way they know me, but they recognize my art 
And I never thought I could get away with doing that pretty much. Yeah. And I feel like I'm getting away with it because it's like, I feel like I should be working my nine to five and like blending in Yeah. and being recognized as an artist, not, not just as a baker, but as an artist is just, it's really humbling. Yeah. And I guess like over the, like over the last year, really with you able to kind of dive in more into the art side of the baking rather than just the typical things you'd bring out to the, the, the markets, it's allowed you to expand your portfolio of things you were able to, to create for people, which has allowed you to kind of amass a bigger following of people from all different realms and all different backgrounds that are like, Hey, can you make this? Or can you make this? Do people often ask you to make things you've never made before? Yes. And that means a full week of practice, um, <laughs> which is good. It's a blessing. That's why I never say no to making something new because I need to practice that. Um, and it's never something like super, super obscure necessarily, but like learning all of these decorating techniques, all of these different flavors, all these sorts of things helps me to really, hone my craft. And so I'm always grateful when people ask for kind of off the wall stuff. Yeah. So how can, how can people connect with you? We were talking about like your following and just the the growth and your website and stuff like that. What is the best way for people to connect with you and support you in what you're doing and reach out to place orders and all that good stuff? Absolutely. Um, definitely through social media. I'm on Instagram and Facebook, although I just link my stuff to Facebook. <laughs> so please go to Instagram. I I'm not Facebook proficient. Um, or my website, it's both of them, their handles is the Sweet Time Bakery, time spelled like the herb. And then the website is thesweettimebakery.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for seeing on talking with me. It's been fun learning more about the bakery and where you started and where you see yourself going the next couple of years. And I continue to look forward to the success it will have in Huntsville moving forward. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Beyond Rockets. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as well as you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Beyond Rockets to stay up to date on the new episodes and the events that are going on in Huntsville. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed.